Episode 134, Fear. Welcome to Rookie Designer, Episode 134. My name is Jake Van Ness, and I'm here with my co-host, Kitty Florido. How you doing? Hello. All good. How about you? Pretty good. I think what we're going to start off with is we have a couple things we want to tell people about. First of all, I'm really glad to announce that we have already released two episodes of Rookie Photog, and Pete and I will be releasing those on the 1st and the 15th of every month. So I hope you'll go over there and check that out. Now, you have some news of your own to share with people, don't you? Yep. Um, for all our Spanish-speaking fans and those who want to learn Spanish, I think it would be good, too. <laughs> <laughs> that includes you, sweetie. Um, I know, I know. <laughs> well, no, the, good, the, the news is that Future Media Tech is a, um, a company that owns several blogs, and those blogs are Mundo de Mamá, which is translated, it's Mom's World, Mommy's World, then Cocina y Gastronomía, um, Cooking and Gastronomy. Then there's Navidoop, which is a tech blog, and I think it's the like Sports Zone or something in Spanish, Mi Zona Deportiva. Well, the thing is that they approached not only myself, but also Helga, which is the other foodie from the Foodie's Kitchen, and we both said yes. So we'll be writing two posts every week for Cocina and Gastronomia, which are the cooking sites, and I will be writing on the tech blog, which is called Navi Loop, and Helga on Mommy's World, Mundo Mama. So there you go. I'll leave the links on the show notes. Um, swing by, say hi, and if you don't know Spanish, hey, you might as well start reading. <laughs> well, the other thing I was going to say is uh, we'll, we'll try to share those through Rookie Designer's Facebook page as well. And the nice thing about the Facebook page is it does allow you to translate it. So you can cheat a little bit. And I, and I use that all the time. So Yeah, for my first post on um, NaviLoop, I, I, I just went like full crazy. And I said, you know what? They don't have like this Apple blogger yet um, like there and i know that both of the uh the the owners are both uh, mac users i said hey let's give this a shot so um i actually posted about using keychain access if you do not know what that is if it's it's an application that is under your utilities folder and that's where you have all your saved passwords from safari from i am from mail and it is a lifesaver really so it's pretty cool. Now, um, yeah. The other thing is that I was going to say is I use Chrome's browser. And a yeah. lot of times if I go and visit those sites, it'll ask me if I want to translate the, the post. So that's something else that our English readers can still read your post. It might not translate with 100% <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's going to be close enough that they can get an idea of what you're talking about. So it, and it's have you something. done it? Yes, I did actually. But yeah, we'll have we'll have links to all of that stuff in the show notes so that people can check out where you're writing now. And uh, we'll also have the links to the Photog episodes as well so that you can find those. Yeah, definitely. And the thing is that both uh, of the uh, Rookie, Des Rookie Designer and Rookie Photog communities are growing. Join us on Facebook. Like us and we'll go back and forth. Talking with you. We'd love to do that. And um, if you have any questions, let us know through Facebook. Let us know through uh, Twitter. But like us definitely definitely it helps 
please, <laughs> please like us. Yeah, we actually <laughs> we need to be liked. <laughs> we broke two hundred, so we're happy about that. Uh, we'd like to see that keep growing. Yeah. So, um, to let you know what we are going to be doing on this show, we well, we we already gave you the news. Now our podcast is going to be about fear, because what's like all of us designers and freelancers and independent professionals go through that, and then as we also going to do our shortcuts for PC and Mac and app of the week. So we hope that you like this show, and Jake, let's um start talking about um. Our main topic, fear, which is fear. Yes, I mean we're part part of where that comes from is we're both independent designers. We work for ourselves, and that opens up a whole different can of fear that really is tough to deal with sometimes. And I think that's why we both felt this would be a really good topic to talk to our listeners about because it's something that everybody deals with. I mean, there's people out there that say, well. Nothing bothers me or I'm not scared of anything. And personally, I think that's complete BS. Everybody has something that they're afraid of. And when you're an independent graphic designer trying to get clients to make, to make money, to pay your bills, there's a fear that that's there on a constant basis and it can be tough to deal with. And the easiest thing I can tell, easiest way to put it is fear can be a paralyzer. It can stop you dead in your tracks, and if you don't know how to deal with it, it can bury you. It can basically end your business. So I, th I think both of us want to talk about the experiences we have with fear and how we deal with it. I'm going to go first and talk about the fact that, like I said, as being an independent designer, you have you have this fear of, I got to make money, I got to pay my bills. It's tough because... You're out there, you're trying to find clients, and your clients, if you're new to this like I am, I've only been on my own for probably about six months, and it's it's not easy. It definitely isn't. You have to be out there. You have to be talking to people. You have to be doing marketing. But at the same time, you have to be getting the jobs done so that you get paid. And then after you get that done, then you got to chase people down to get money from them so that you can turn around and pay your bills. And... I've had days where I've shut down. I'll be completely honest. I've had days where I sit at this computer and I'm like, why am I doing this? Well, what, what causes me to, to get up every morning and say, yeah, I want to go through this. I want to deal with this fear and I want to come out the other end a better person. Honestly, it's because I love working for myself. I've worked for other people. I've been in tough situations with that. I've been in good situations with that, but I love being on my own. I love making my own decisions of what I work on, what I don't work on. And I love having the schedule that I have, but it means I work and I work a lot of hours. The way that I deal with the fear is to work through it is that maybe I'll shut down for a couple hours, but I got to shake it off. I got to say, you know what? It's not worth shutting down because it's going to be there tomorrow. So normally what I'll do is I'll walk away, and we talked about the gym the last episode. That's a great way for me to deal with fear because I'll go and I'll get on the elliptical and I'll work hard. And I'll, I'll, it'll give me some time to really think through what is bothering me. And then I'll come back and I'll sit down and I'll, I'll tackle something. And I'll tackle something small so that it, then I can say, okay, I did something. 
I, I completed something. So now, half year, I did something. You, you didn't beat me this time. And then I'll tackle something else. And, and every time I tackle something, I tell myself that I did it, that I, that I beat what was bothering me and didn't let it shut me down. What, what type of things do you find that, that give you fear? Okay, um, first, last year here in Guate, there was, it was an election year. And this is something that I had a little bit of trouble explaining to Jake and make him realize that it's something that happens locally. Every time, like every four years, we elect a new president. Okay? I think that it's the same um, period, right? Over, over there in the U.S., yeah. right? Yeah, it is. Every four years. So every four years, we have two voting dates. The first one to have like, oh, there's, I think there was like 10 <laughs> presidential candidates. So we have to narrow it down to two. Um, and then on the, uh, the second date, we actually pick the one that it's the best one for the job, right? Like in every other country. So the thing is that the economy slows down. It got so slow that I was stressed and Jake knows this. I, I was overly stressed. I like my clients would stop and just say, you know what? Yeah, like I had clients, but they were very, they were being very, very cautious on their investments and on the projects that they were handling. And what happened was that instead of having eight clients at a time, I would have two. You can't live out of two clients. No, no, you can't. It's, it's not, it, it, it's something that it's unreal. I was scared. I got the opportunity to work on this independent, uh, as an independent, uh, designer, um, as a consultant. That's, that was my, 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 my job for three months. You have no idea how relieved I was because I was able to still work on those two clients because they, 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 they still were there <laughs> on those two clients where I was working with a big project that actually was paying bills. But it was not until mid-February, like early mid-February, that things started to pick up. Because after like after the holidays, everything slows down. Um, the other thing that goes around here is that school starts in January. So nobody's thinking about what they're going to do for the year. And it is scary. The fact that you have to think of all those, uh, all those situations and have to save up a little bit for those and since last year was it was not a typical year for me it was really really hard economically and it was because the thing is that since it was the the uh the election year everything slows down nobody wants to invest because they don't know what the like financial slash political environment is going to be for the next four years people are holding off now, how do you how do you deal with that? What are some of the things that you do to combat that fear? First of all, like start going not going away, chasing away, <laughs> chasing after clients, not chasing away, chasing after clients, and um, suggesting certain things that I know they need, even if it's like small jobs. Um, I don't know, like a Christmas card. You can do twenty Christmas cards. For 20 different clients. Like one for each client. And that is going to give you a little bit of money. Um, like I'm more hands on. When I have. When I'm more, most afraid. I dive more into 
work. And I think that's a big difference between you and I is that I, I tend to, unfortunately, at times let that fear paralyze me and shut down, whereas you're the opposite. You take that fear and, and you say, you know what, I, I'm going to work harder. Yeah, and, and I don't know that that's it, – it has to be on how my parents are, like how they, they face – the problems, they just go like, yeah, really? I'm going to grab the bull by the horns. I'm going to ride it like that. And it has been a great example. And the thing is that this year, the first thing I, that I did after Jake flew back to New York, after spending the holidays here, was that I joined the gym, like we talked about on two or three episodes ago. Um, but that is helping me a lot. You have no idea. Like, not only for my health and my my weight and everything like everybody but um really it helps uh it, it the fact that you can just go and start on the elliptical on the treadmill on the bike on whatever you want just to let go and not think honestly the best thing is that i go to the gym to watch tv <laughs> and the thing is that you're so into the show that you don't realize that you already went like 45 minutes worth of so I spend a lot of time in the gym, even though I don't feel it. The fact that I go, I just skate for a little while. My clients really need to talk to me. I don't need to be in front of my computer. Right. Making things harder for me. Looking at, because I know that I, I get emails, I get statements uh, of like credit cards, the insurance and everything. So yes, if you keep in the middle of this environment all the time, it can be very harmful for you. First of all, my reason for fear are obviously economical. Which I think is typical for anybody that's an independent yes. designer. It, it is. Because you need to go chase it, chase after your clients, literally. Then how I face it, I stare it in the eyes and say, I'm going to beat you. You are not going to slow me down. But you also... Not only do you do that, but you also know that you can't do that 100% of the time, that you do step away and say, you know what, I need some time to just escape, regroup, and then come back and beat it. And even if I didn't have the gym, I like to go to my to a friend's house and hang out with her and her little baby girl and or meet some other friends for coffee. And even if it's not going out, out and spending money, but just meeting them for coffee at their kitchen table. <laughs> When you have fear, it's really important for you to at least step away a little bit out. Um, the other thing that I like to do is to plug away from what I like from the computer, even if it's just cooking, literally. And the fact that I have the, the uh, foodies blog, it helps a lot because it forces me to be cooking and taking pictures and working on pictures. It's not work because I'm not getting we're not getting paid anything to do that. Well, you're doing something fun that it, it still ties into being creative and, and allows yeah. you to be creative, but it's for fun. And so you don't have the fear associated with that because you're not exactly. you're not afraid of how many posts you put up. or You're not afraid of no. what pictures you're taking because you're nobody, like you said, nobody's paying you to do that. So, so you yeah. don't have that fear. I, I wanted to go back and bring up another specific fear. And I think that designers tend to run into. And I think one is when we do our design work and we have to present it to a client. And obviously, when you first start out as a rookie, that can be really intimidating because you're you may believe in what you do. You may think you're really good at it. But if a client cuts you down and tells you, you know what, that's not what I wanted 
that that's a tough thing to deal with. And, and there's a fear associated with that. And to me, what you have to do is you have to have a support structure in place, meaning having other people to talk to that are in your industry and that have gone through it to have a mentor because they can yeah. help you with that fear of maybe losing a little bit of confidence because your client didn't like what you did. But at the same time, you have to have that confidence. Maybe not a mentor, but somebody that you can bounce ideas or bounce thoughts to. For me, it's Jake. It's you. Well, yeah, I was going to say that's something we both do. Uh, for example, Jake bounces stuff ideas to me from his projects and I bounce ideas of my projects or, you know what, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have this and this uh, situation and then I need to, I don't know how to approach it. And the thing is that if you just talk about it with somebody, it helps so much. Even if it's, I don't know, draining a little, uh, on a certain point, it helps. And I think it it's also important to remember that while you work for a client, they're not the end all. They're 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 a client. That they're not always gonna like everything you do. And and we have the standing joke in our industry that you do three logo designs for a client. You pick the one you like. They're not gonna pick that one. You pick the one you pick the one that you absolutely hate, and you can almost guarantee that's the one the client will pick. Okay, but I have I have a little uh, rookie tip for you. Um, if you are presenting three logos, first present the one that you like the least. Then. The second logo that you show is the one that you kind of like. And the last one, the one that you like the most. If you present them like that, it's going to be like building up to, ta-da, the final result, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for me, like, and for me, it's even though if, even if they pick the first one, but it's like, you know, this is my, this is the three options that I did. The first one is like, yeah, it's okay. The second one likes, eh, it's better. But this third one I really like. Because usually when you're showing somebody something, the last thing that you show them is the best thing that you did. I don't know. It's something that I do. Yeah, well, that makes sense. And, and like it, it kind of built up your confidence a little bit too. To Exactly. To, like you said, to get to that ta-da ending. So. I think that the, the best thing that you can do with fear is not shut down. Do not let it paralyze you. Find a way to make it your fuel. Find a way to make it that force that will make you work harder and stronger. You, you you really need to make it... A driving force. A driving force. That That is exactly what I was thinking. A driving force. And it is hard. We know. We know it's hard. We go through that every day. But it's, it's how you choose how that will affect you. I know that you don't have that opportunity to choose how it'll, it will affect you. But just try to make... Try to look at the glass half full. I think it's also important, too, is don't internalize it. Talk to your friends about it. Talk to your parents about it. Talk to your teachers about it. Talk to somebody because I think that helps. It, it helps you get it out of your head because a lot of times the problem with fear is that it eats you from the inside out. It gives you the, the negative thoughts. You, you start to, to break down. And if you talk to somebody, you can kind of let it out. And then that person can help you see a brighter picture. They can encourage you. They can help you through the fear that you have. They can make suggestions on how to deal with it. At first, you'll get mad because sometimes that happens when you hear the truth or when you hear an awful truth and you're like, Argh. but it's, yeah, they're right. So yeah, just try to embrace it and make it your fuel. I want to hear from some of our listeners as to what, what kind of fear do they have and how do they deal with it? Leave a comment for us or leave a, a message on Facebook or 
on Google Plus or, or send us a, a tweet and let us know what your fear is and how you deal with it. Well, I think that'd be good because I think the more people that share that, because I think it's important for people to remember everybody has it. Everybody has some fear and you're not alone and you have to deal with it. Other people are out there dealing with it as well. And, and sharing how you deal with it can help somebody else. So I'd love to hear from our listeners and hear what they have to say about it. So please leave us a comment. Yes, please, please do. Now we're going to change up things a little bit and move to our shortcuts for this episode. Um, This is something that usually doesn't happen, which is the same shortcut for both Mac and PC <laughs> and for several applications. Jake, do you want to tell them what it is? Yeah, well, basically what we're going to talk about is there's a hand tool that you find in InDesign, Illustrator, and Photoshop that allows you to move, basically you move the window around so you can see different areas and kind of like the shortcuts we've been talking about with the scrolling and stuff like that, that this is just a way to click with your mouse and kind of drag the picture around to see where you want to work on it. And the shortcut for that on PC is to just hit the letter H on your keyboard. And like you said, it's the same thing on Mac, right? Yeah. Um, and let's see if I'm actually on the right. Oh, no wonder why it's not ha no not working. Because I'm pressing the keyboard and I have the keyboard unplugged. <laughs> yes. If you're going to use a keyboard shortcut and you're using an external keyboard, it helps if it's plugged in. <laughs> All right, so uh, now we're going to go to our app of the week. Jake, what's your app of the week? This Is it for Mac, PC? Actually, I, I'm going to go with Google Docs. Um, oh, it's a web app. Yes, it's actually a web app. And we use Google Docs all the time for our podcast notes and when we plan our, our podcast. And plus, we use it for other things, like if we're both planning a project or something like that. Because the thing that's really, really nice about Google Docs is that you can share it with somebody and edit it at the same time. And I think that's the key that works great for like collaborating on a podcast or collaborating on a project. And I love it because we can be talking about something. I can see what you're writing and then I can say, OK, I want to add something and I add it underneath and you see me editing it, at adding it. And it just makes it really easy to collaborate. And you can share it the same way with customers. If a customer has a Gmail account, you can you don't have to share it with their Gmail account. But if they have a Gmail account, it makes it easier for you both to work on it. But you can share the document with people that don't have Google or Gmail accounts, and they can see it. They just can't edit the, the document the same way that you could if you had a, a Google or Gmail account. So I just find it awesome for working together on projects with people, and it's been great for the podcast because if we can put all our notes in there and it's easy enough for me to convert that to the post for the show it also it allows you to do word documents it allows you to do excel documents they've even added powerpoint capabilities to it and there's image editing as well i believe now oh you can draw that's what it is so you can actually like if you want to it's kind of cool because if you're talking to a client and you want and they have the same editing capability you could draw something quickly for them Especially if you use like a, a pen tablet combination, you can draw it for them really quickly and they can get a basic idea of what you're trying to do. It's an awesome collaboration tool. I guess that's the easiest way for me to put it. Yeah. And I have to say that I did use that when I was working on location uh, by the end of last year. I had a lot of documents here on my 
laptop that I needed over there, but I was not going to take my laptop there because they provided a uh, working station for me. So what I end up doing is I, I would upload them to Google Docs and then over there, I, w- I would log in to my Google Docs account, to my Google account, literally, and have all the information that I needed at hand. That's the thing that's great about it is that you put something in your Google Docs, no matter what computer you go to, if you can sign into Google, you can get that documentation. So if you're in a meeting with a client and you don't have your laptop with you, you could still pull that up if they gave you access to their computer. It's very easy to organize things. You can set up what they call collections. If you have, like we actually have, or I do, I have two separate folders for designer and for photog so that I can put notes for photog in that folder and I can put designer and notes in that folder so that it's organized and it's easy for me to find what I need. And you could do the same thing with projects. The only thing that I would recommend is try to use the latest version of uh, of your browser because I one thing that I did, did happen to me is that I had a very limited Windows XP and version and Firefox 3, I think. I think they're, if I'm correct, they're all, almost on version 9 or 10. The thing is that um, it's it's really hard for you to have all the um, all the editing capabilities if you don't have a semi-recent browser. One of the other things that's really nice with it is you can actually export this stuff as PDFs. You can export it, like if you have a document, you can export that so you can open it in Word. You can actually upload files as well. So if you have a Word document that you've been working on, you can upload that. You can upload uh, Excel files as well. Now, there are are obviously going to be some little tweaks you might have to make here and there, depending on what Word you're using or what Excel you're using, what year. So there's those things you have to watch out for. But I just like the fact that you can pull your stuff down or put your stuff uploaded to there. And it just makes it much more portable when you're trying to deal with clients or trying to deal with other people you're collaborating with. It's just, I find it a a very easy tool to use. So what's your app for this week? Uh, My app for this week is ConvertBot. Last week, I talked about TweetBot, and ConvertBot is uh, TweetBot's older brother, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They're developed by the same company, and this is a the ultimate conversion app. You have, let me pull it up so I can actually tell you what are all the categories. They have angles, areas, currencies, data rate, data size, density, force, fuel, length, mass, power, radioactivity, radioactivity, um, speed, temperature, time, typography. They, they have everything there. And the other thing that they have is the, um, I don't know if I mentioned the currency. I think I did. They actually update the currency exchange. So you, you can um, do a currency conversion on the spot with the with the updated rates. Um, we used that when I was there. Yes, we, we used that when you were here. And we it, it, I also use that, for example, if some of the uh, of the recipes that I use are in Fahrenheit and no, are in Celsius and I need them on Fahrenheit degrees, that kind of thing. If I need, I think in centimeters, meters, kilometers, you speak in inches, feet, miles, miles. There you go. Thank you. Um, so that conversion for me is kind of tricky. So thank God I have this. <laughs> we use it all the time when we're, when we're, we're shopping online for something. 
And I'm like, well, this is $30. You pull out your phone and you say, okay, that's going to cost me this much. So it's, it's interesting how you use that phone and you use it all the time or use that app. Sorry. Yeah. I use the app all the time. And I have to say that it's one of the best conversion applications that I've, that I've tried because I, I, at first I went with the free applications, the conversion utilities, but it's not, it honestly, it's not the same. This is a reliable application. It won't crash on you. It, um, it will update as needed the, uh, especially the conversion. If you're traveling back and forth to different countries, it, the conversion for the, um, the currency, it, it's up to date. So yeah, that's my, that's going to be my app of the week. I promise I won't uh, be mentioning anything about uh, the bots other than Tweetbot for iPad was out this week. I almost forgot. What's the name of the company? Tabbots. Okay, so it's Tapbot. Yeah, I have to say that it, their icons are really cool. <laughs> yeah, they, they do make a very attractive application. I've noticed that. Um, I The application, let's see, is $199, not overly expensive, and it works. That's my application for the week. Okay, well, I'll definitely link to the, the main site as well as to ConvertBot itself. If you want me to try any applications, let me know. I'm a Mac user and iPhone user, so... And I'm a PC user as well as an iPhone user. So, yeah, definitely. If you've got an application that's out there and you're interested in having somebody do a review... We are available to do that for you, and we'd love to be able to yes. talk about it on the air. And also, we do uh, blog posts as well, and we can do the review that way. So, yeah, definitely let us know. You can uh, email us at info at rookiedesigner.com, and you can also go through our contact form that is on our uh, website. Site, yeah. Um, we are on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, as Rookie Designer. Um, we'll leave the links on the show notes. Oh, and great news. I don't know if you already know, but we are back on iTunes. Woohoo! Yes, and definitely subscribe to us, please. Yes, we, we changed a little bit the um, the feeds because we have now a feed for the, po- the blog posts and the podcast. And then we have just a feed just for the podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. We have like the links that you, ha- you find on, on our site. Those are the uh, working links. Yay! Everyone's a rookie before they're an all-star.